moved out or whatever, mm -hmm. but they couldn't relocate all the bodies that were already buried there. Mm -hmm. um, so with Lake Lanier, it has one of the highest like death counts of any lake in Georgia. <coughs> um, with like a lot of drownings and people reporting feeling like they got tugged like under the water or like something grabbed their ankle or something. Ooh. I know. And so there's that and um, this tiny little forgotten abandoned graveyard that's that I pass on the way to work every day. Um, it's tucked in kind of by like a creek or a little uh, river or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like no one takes care of it <laughs> i don't know why it's there but it's really cool it's like literally right off the highway hell yeah so those two things but yeah that sounds like it would make a good small little couple of day thing to do hell yeah and we could do that little estes thing there if you yes Ooh. it's kind of crazy because it's on the side of a highway and like the other part of me is like okay Ooh, yeah i have, have to be really careful yeah well, I have, you'd like, have to my be blindfold and like Mm. A knife in one hand and, like, well, that in the other. And if, well, and that's the thing. If it's that shady of an area, then we won't do it there because we'll have to be far enough away that even with headphones, we can't hear one another. Right. That it is pretty small. Feedback. Like, it is pretty small. <clears throat> okay. There's only, I think, I can see, like, five graves or something. Oh, that's fine. Damn. If, no, because it is just a few months away. I was going to say... If you do come back down here, we will have to go to Finley Cemetery, but I'll just send you pictures of it, and you'll, you can see what I mean. Oh, but, like, I would hate to miss the opportunity. I wish we could have gone. That's okay. We can just, we'll go to that cemetery mm -hmm. in Georgia. 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 So, I had listed on here, by the way, for us, well, uh, just ideas. I was like, what spooky shit can we get into and so apparently in the... What spooky shit can't we get into? <laughs> exactly. The possibilities are endless. So in the... And I'm, I'm saying this the German Nazi guy way. And I don't know <laughs> if that applies to this. How people say it down here, probably not. They probably say it some weird fucking way. But the Goethe State Forest. Oh, like the, the poet. Right? Goethe? Okay. I don't know. But it's spelled G-O-E-T-H-E. -E. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I think he's an Irish poet. Oh, cool. I yeah. would much rather associate it with that guy than a <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how you say it is Goethe. Okay, cool. So Goethe, the Goethe State Forest, it's pretty close to here, actually. So some parts of it are like 30 minutes away. I've never heard of that. <clears throat> and then I had neither until I moved here to Ocala. There's, so we're like here in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then to the, if you're on a map, to the west okay. is the Goethe State Forest. And then to the right is the Ocala National Forest. Okay. So at least that one I've heard of. Yes. And the Goethe State Forest is like this. And the Ocala National Forest Just is like, like this. this. <laughs> it's fucking huge. <laughs> and they can't see what I'm fucking talking about. But that's fine interesting <clears throat> it's yeah so it's small it's dense but it's really there have, there's been a lot of when i was trying to look up when i first got here i was like what creepy shit can i get into <laughs> so i looked up 
Ocala National Forest and Goethe both have a lot of creepy things that have happened and then also just like a lot of murders because it's florida and it's swampy down here so oh you yeah know a lot perfect of perfect <clears throat> body hiding body dumping places for nefarious yeah. deeds and activities exactly so much room for nefarious deeds and activities <laughs> here in florida holy crap <laughs> nefarious capital of the world <clears throat> yes and so and now also probably the syphilis capital because i do <clears throat> have to tell you about that villages thing but apparently in the Goethe State Forest, mm-hmm. there are, and unfortunately there's not like a trail that leads to this, so we have to go off of a trail and into the forest to try to find it. So I, we will have to take multiple like military grade GPSs with yeah, us, or fucking compasses with us and stuff, but there are caves. There's oh a cave. my god. And there, a lot of them are the Karsk Formation, so we got to be careful and watch where we're walking, so it has to be during the daytime, because they're the Karsk Formation, so they're the ones that look like the hell holes. Oh, the God. The straight down oh, fucking... Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's why I want to go. You're like, oh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do some, like, EVP sessions or see, like, if we can hear uh-huh. anything or feel anything. And then there is one guy took a video, the Florida Trailblazer guy, he um, has a video of him exploring that little area, and he found a cave entrance that looks big enough for you to walk into, or at least like crouch out a little bit again. It didn't work out. Oh my god, I would never do that. <laughs> I want to. I wouldn't go very far in. I that story just like fucked me up. The nutty putty story between the nutty putty story and. Um, the Junji Ito. Oh, yeah. Thing. Between those two things, I'm not fucking going in a crevice in the earth. It's not literally a crevice or I wouldn't go in. <laughs> Fuck that. No, it's like a decent-sized hole. Is it a body-sized hole? It, no, it's not a body-sized <laughs> hole. It's like a uh, car-sized hole. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Funny how I'm just, like, stuck on this nutty putty thing. And oh, and that's a little... And they're, and they're talking about the caves and shit, and I'm like, we've got to get this cave shit out of here. Mm, see? And I told you, don't read Etzadorpa then. Actually, do read Etzadorpa. That might help cure That's, your... You told me about that. Yes. Um, The last time, because I looked at some of the illustrations, I think. Yeah. Yes. That one is yeah. really good. And that one you can read if you're into reading online. Mm-hmm. There's a... It's in the public domain because it's so old. Okay. So you can read it. If you just do Etadorp a PDF, pop it right up. Hell okay. yeah. Yeah. So creepy shit, lots of murders, UFO sightings. In the Goethe. In the Goethe and in Ocala National Forest, actually. And in the Ocala National Forest, people have, there have been sightings of a skunk ape. Dun, dun, dun. And other Bigfoot-like creatures uh-huh. and then i'm surprised it's not like a swamp ape i well that's is that what a skunk ape is? a skunk ape it's basically <clears throat> it's like a swamp bigfoot okay that's basically what or it is and it is. smells okay. terrible that's why it's called a skunk ape it doesn't ah. look like a skunk it's just oh, i didn't think it looked like it's a, skunk. a shorter I, I stouter stinky bigfoot yeah. and it's smelly because it's waves around in the swamps <sighs> i guess 
and in the marshes. So eerie. Yeah. But this place, honestly, when I looked up pictures of the Goethe, I was like, this looks like material for... Do you ever remember reading A Land Remembered? I don't know that I ever had to read that. Oh, man. I actually really liked that book. Mm-hmm. But it reminds me of just what I would picture that. That was just the first thing that came to my mind. That. That's kind of how I felt with Walden. Walden? Oops. Damn. I read that, but that was forever ago. I don't really remember that one. I still have it. Like, it was, I don't know, it was just different. <clears throat> Nothing like anything I'd ever read, and it was so well done. And not like, you know, this is what everybody should do, like, all up in your face. But it's like, this is my experience with what it's like to be off the grid and do everything for yourself, and it's liberating. Maybe... You should look into this. See, I don't... Who wrote that? Um, Henry David Thoreau. Henry David Thoreau, that's right. Isn't... It... Was it Thoreau or was it Emerson that wrote On Dumpster Diving? Because I really liked that. I really think that's... Em... Oh, let me I don't know. That. Is it Emerson? Like Ralph Waldo Emerson? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not by either. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Who's it by? Lars Einer. But that one's good also, if you ever read on dumpster diving. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't... Why do I not... Re- I feel like that would have been my shit, reading Walden, and I would have remembered it. Maybe I didn't read it. I, I had to for a class at St. Leo. Nice. It's one of the psych classes. Fuck yeah. It was really good. One of the, like, two books that I saved from college. That, and I think it was, like, the origins of psychology. And Mm. it was, like, the history of the science. It's really fascinating. Fuck yeah. That sounds really fascinating. And then I also found info for Freak Creek. And I was like, Freak Creek? That sounds interesting. But then that shit is straight off the Courage the Cowardly Dog. Right? And it is, apparently, because it's got wrong turn vibes. Like, don't go there unless you're a local or you know the locals Uh kind of deal. But it's a swimming hole that people go to. But then also, it's like rapey. Dude, fuck that. Wrong turny vibes. (laughs) (laughs) So... We're not going to go there. And we, I said, don't go here, just discuss. So, but Freak Creek, yeah, apparently there's a place here called Freak Creek. And it's in the Ocala National Forest. And then also in the Ocala National Forest, there is Electra, which is a ghost town and cemetery. Ooh, okay. And on it or near it is the Griggs Homestead. And that's the cemetery is, that's there is the Greg Cemetery. And it's literally just like a couple of pieces that are left over the homestead. Uh-huh. So like part of the well and then like a piece of a part of the foundation or the steps. That's pretty eerie. But it is. It's super eerie, especially the well. Mm, yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> those karst formations of like those are natural fucking wells. That's... I don't know. Those, that those triggers my thalassophobia. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> no, thank you. But there's that. And then I put on here Micanopy. I said Wheelchair Man Part 3. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> part 3. <clears throat> and then I said Finley. Excuse me. 
Finley Cemetery EVP session. But then I said we could also talk about the St. Augustine places in detail. And then ghouls, goblins, and specters with Sam is what I have the three paragraphs on. Ooh, that one sounds exciting. Goblins, goblins. Yeah, ghouls, goblins, and specters. So Synchronicities. Synchronicities and watching Hellier tonight. We're binging that and we're going to play some fucking video games. Video games. And uh, if you want to play a video or creepy video game, I do have the one that I talk about all the fucking time, Silent Hill for the Room. Oh, see, I've never played that if one. If you want to give that one a whirl, we can plug in my PS2. Okay, can... we can try. Okay. I can have, you know, I've got two arms. If I stroke out on the one side, I've got another arm. <laughs> okay. Um, damn, I honestly wish I had, like, Outlast or something like that, though. Because that's much creepier. I feel like I'm such a baby. Like... I love the spooky shit and I want to do the spooky shit, but then I'm that person that when you get there, it's like, why the fuck why did I come here? This? Why am I doing this? Like in a state of constant, <clears throat> constantly being petrified. Oh. <laughs> like, See, I don't. like that adrenaline rush of that like danger. Remember how I was when we investigated that one place with the red door? I was like, up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that do was not a leave me. heavy, heavy area I, though. Yeah. That kitchen mm. was uh by that red door. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. That little step up boop boop. And also that little bedroom. Mm. I didn't like that bedroom. I did all. not like that bedroom. And I was uh. like, I don't know how people slept in that. And if she had asked us to do an overnight investigate investigation, you bet your ass or in the car. Both of us would have been either in the car outside (laughs) with the EVP thing sticking out the the recorder sticking out the window. You could just stick it on the roof of the car. Or we probably would have stayed up all night, but we we could have crashed together in the living room area because that felt the most comfortable out of yeah yes with the drum kit yes exactly which it was the the drum kit and next to where there was like a desk area right up there. That where it was like as far as possible mm-hmm. away. away from that red door. What it was like door to hell, dude. It kind of felt like it, and I felt like that's where they had a lot of that activity and stuff. And you know, I feel like we also didn't spend enough time investigating the actual house. Yeah, it was just we did that. Barring, but she said that it was that, that was where it was concentrated. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, because I felt totally comfortable in the house. I think that it's just that, yes. like, it radiates or emanates out or whatever yeah. and touches the house sometimes. Like, spotty yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. And they, I think they did a good job also making the house cozy and, yes. and you know, inviting for positive things. And but not. fuck that place being, like, right on the entrance to a vortex or whatever. Well, and then also remember that she didn't tell us until we got right up on there we almost drove into that giant fucking hole in, t- in her yard, remember? I think I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, fucking pit in her front yard that swallows cars. <laughs> How did you find her? Like, who was this person? She worked with, she worked at the store that my mom managed. Oh, my goodness. And like... my mom had told her that I was into the shit. And so she was like, I need somebody to investigate my <laughs> Oh, my God, I'm done. Like... The, the person that doesn't trust humanity inside of me is like, why did we do that? But it was such a thrilling experience. It was, and I'm glad we did. And I'm glad I did it again in St. Augustine, and I want to fucking do it more. I'm glad we did it at my house, too. 
I wish that Holly hadn't deleted those pictures from Granny's house because that was interesting as shit, too. What pictures? Fuck that, too. So that house was creepy, and I don't know if I've ever really talked about that much. It was Granny's house, and it was that little house in Welburn that was, like, right on the fucking railroad tracks. I don't think you had ever been there because we were, they were long moved, they had long been moved out of that house since. Mm -hmm. Granny has since passed away, but her house was creepy as shit. She had lived there for a really long time. Both of her husbands had died. I don't know, in the house. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm so wheezy. Maybe I need my inhaler. Um, I'm sure it could help. Maybe. I figured this tea would help, but I'm also, like, ripping this fucking bong to shreds, so... <laughs> Six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Um, anyways, creepy shit would happen in this house. Like, he would hear things. I always felt like if I looked over, because when Jacob and I would come over, we had to sleep on the couches. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I would end up on the couch that had, like, a perfect view of the attic door. Oh, no. And I hated that because I always... it would fill me with dread because I just felt like if I looked over there, eyeballs would be peeking. Just eyeballs would oh, be peeking God. out at me oh. out of, like, the darkness of just the little slit. And That's terrifying. Fuck that. And it always scared me. And I'm like, nope, nope. So I would literally, I would get up and I would close the bathroom door so I didn't have to see into it and, and like, that yeah. and up into the attic door. And fuck that. And then one day, Holly was in the kitchen and she heard... Do, 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 of like little feet running from the kids' bedroom, bathroom area into like the living room mm-hmm. around the corner from the kitchen where she was. And so she went, <laughs> she went yeah, yeah. to investigate because she called <clears throat> for the boys. Morgan wasn't born yet at this point. The boys were a little, little. Mm-hmm. She called for the boys. They didn't answer, so she turned the corner. And they were both fast to fucking sleep in their bedroom. And she's like, what the fuck was that? And that was the same house that when Holly was little, she apparently, if I remember the story correctly, I'll have to ask her. But did I tell, I don't know if I've told you this before. When she was younger, she answered the door. And when she describes it, she describes it like she saw an angel at the door huh. that gave her some information and then just left. And she doesn't know what the information is? I don't know. I'll have to ask her again and, okay. like, clarify the story or whatever. But, yeah, so Holly thought she saw an angel at the door of the same house. And then, so one day, I had some friends over, and Holly was super into it. So it was night time. We went outside with a voice recorder and we did like EVP sessions. Mm-hmm. And we thought we we asked like who, if there is someone, you know, if there was someone there, who was it? Mm-hmm. And when we listened, it kind of sounded like, Chet, is what I heard. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else was like, oh, it might be Jay. And Holly was like, that was her late husband's name. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. That's oh, shit. Crazy. And then we were taking pictures, and we got brave enough, but I didn't look. Got brave enough, can't remember who actually did, but opened the attic enough to stick the camera up in there mm. and snap some pictures. But all you could see was I dust. I feel like you should. 
did you show me that? That <coughs> sounds really familiar. I might have. I honestly, I'm trying to remember when we did it. Might have been like right before Flagler. Mm-hmm. I don't right know why that sounds familiar. It Deja could, vu. But Holly deleted the one fucking picture. And I say this and I'm like, and no proof if there's not a picture. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, this, if you at least saw it. Yeah, and she did, and Jacob saw it, and some other people. I can't remember. I think it was Kelly or Hannah or maybe both of them. But Holly took a picture inside Granny's room, mm-hmm. and over her bed, when we looked at the picture, over her bed in front of the window, there was, like, it looked like a ghostly fucking mist. Just a mist hanging over the Bro, bed, hovering there. fuck that. Yeah, and so... Dude, we're doing this and I'm getting ready to go, like, sleep by myself. <laughs> I know, sorry. Okay, so... <laughs> but you're not going to sleep by yourself out there. Oh, yeah, we're bringing it in here. Yeah, we're bringing it in here. Oh, yeah. We're still having a fucking okay. sleepover. Fuck that. Fuck yeah. Okay, okay, but that that's it. So that house was creepy and we did that and we caught that mm-hmm. shit there, so that happened. But these three things, ghouls, goblins, and specters... So, the first one is the Jin Menju. Jin Menju. Like, the Jin? Like, Jin, kind of, uh, no. Not like the Jin. Okay. Jin are awesome, though. We could have talked about that. That would have been an interesting topic. They really, they're just so dynamic. They are. Fucking interesting. And, okay, so the Jin Menju, so around in the 1600s <clears throat> all the way to, like, the 1800s, you get stories of these in ch- China, and then they were exported from China to Japan. So there are stories from China, and there are stories from Japan of these Jinmenju, and they're trees, and hundreds of these orchards were planted because people loved these trees and these fruits so much, and the reason why people say you don't see them today is because they ate them into extinction basically oh god but the trees are considered a type of yokai which is a japanese spirit like okay. a class of japanese spirits got it and strong studio ghibli vibes yeah and then also <laughs> you know the pokemon executor of course the yeah with the palm tree he's a gen menju and a gen menju is a tree that whose fruit takes the shape of a human face and they smile and they laugh and if they laugh too hard they'll fall off of the tree oh my god dude that is so like hilariously eerie and people eat them people eat the fruit off of the trees i wonder what it tastes like right and i guess that i guess they're fucking delicious because people would plant hundreds of these orchards and you would just hear laughing face trees (laughs) at least they were having a good time Right. I mean, I know that humans are supposed to taste like pork, so, like, what would we taste like as a fruit? Mm. Interesting. Getting, like, large plum vibes. Ooh. Or I was getting, like, peachy, mm-hmm. peachy vibes, but plum would be really good. Mm, face plum. <laughs> We're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilariously morbid. Yeah. But those I thought were really interesting, and I've always wanted to bring those up in a podcast episode because. That's fascinating. I can't unsee it now. Yeah, Jin Menju. And the Jin Menju is the tree, and then the Jin Menshu are the fruits. Is its evolved form. 
Is its evolved form of executor. <laughs> is a Jinmenju. Is execute and then executor. Yes. And yokai, the kanji for yokai means mysterious apparition or attractive calamity. Ooh, attractive calamity. Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like... What an interesting phrase. Yeah, I could put that in my like Instagram bio. I'm just kidding. There was this attractive. movie that I watched with Will Smith. It was called Collateral Beauty. Collateral that's, beauty. That's one of those what? phrases. It was yeah. about finding like the good and the bad of mm. you know shitty situations, and they were like deep, hardcore, shitty situations oh, damn. going on. Oh, fuck. But it was so good, so good. You just have to see it. I don't want to spoil it. No spoilers. Okay. Collateral, Collateral beauty. beauty. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Okay. And another yokai is get ready for this one okay because i've also wanted to bring this one up in a podcast sound of me strapping in in. you might know unstrap because you're going to want to run away from this one so (laughs) this one is the shirime okay and shirime means but i (laughs) okay yes yes this one i'm seeing it now in my head it's got a blue butt eye let me pull good guess let me pull up the story okay and we'll read it it's (laughs) short okay but the shirime is similar to another class of yokai called the nopera bow and the nopera bow is a yokai that surprises people by showing them this is creepy a featureless face a smooth featureless face that creeps me out. That creeps me out a lot. Right? This one, the butt eye yokai, it gets a kick out of surprising people. And what it does is it's like strangers that are walking alone, mm-hmm. people that are walking at night. This is why you never do those things. Yes. And so you'll be approached. Always walk together during the day. Yeah. And <laughs> you'll be approached and they'll be like, excuse me. And then you'll look and they'll expose their and ass. And the place eye. of their anus is an, is an eyeball. That's kind of hilarious. It, that's why not they get a, a kick out of Like, his... not at all creepy, hilarious as compared to the, the Slenderman-esque yeah. one. Fuck that. I remember yeah. when I first heard about Slenderman. Fuck. Yeah. That. Mm-mm. It was, the, it mm. was my my year at Flagler, like that was the first time I had ever heard of Slender Man. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were watching American Horror Story mm-hmm. and I went home for the Christmas break and that was when they aired the last one because I remember we were talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to sleep on the couch and my mom's blinds didn't like meet the the wall all the oh, way. So no. there's like a little gap and I just kept like like you felt with the eyes, mm-hmm. thinking that I was gonna see this like featureless face uh-uh. peeking in at me, and it scared the piss balls out of me. Like, and I was a fucking nineteen year old girl. Like, I've always been such a Brady cat. Dude, well, yeah, me too. Fuck that. Yeah, but you're all all like, let's just do it anyway. We're gonna, <laughs> you know, risk life and live. <laughs> <laughs> no, sit on the side of the highway, and I'm like, I want that way but i like no you want to be safe too i'm such a weenie you gotta have the variety in your group so that there's somebody that's grounded and you know grounded level-headed and like pull back you right. know and then somebody that is like all gung-ho yeah and, so you can meet in the middle yeah it's a good status quo yeah yeah 
That's why we were such a good team. One person has a leash for the other one. Like, hold the fuck. That's why we were such a good team. Yeah. For our one investigation. I know. We should have done more. We should have done more. (laughs) There's still time. And then fucking Cutco came along and sucked our lives away. Uh, Out of all the children of Salem. (laughs) (laughs) Lame. What you talking? No. Lame buckets. No, you're not. What were we talking about over there? I got stuck on oh, sucking the lives out of all the children of Salem. Yeah. Cutco. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's you know, also something terrifying, but we won't talk about what. So, since I was doing the voice recording for the other podcast today, mm-hmm. um, I was thinking because I collectively was only at that apartment for like two and a half months, mm-hmm. um, and then left. But y'all were there for the rest of the lease, right? Mm-hmm. Did yeah. Did you sign another lease? No. <laughs> okay. No. But you were there for we, the rest of the lease. We weren't there for the rest of the lease. Oh, no. I left in, I think it was May the 5th. Okay, that was still a little, because I left in October. Yeah, you left in October. So like that was a good, like, seven, six or seven months. Yeah. Um, yeah. So did y'all ever experience anything after I left? No, other than just odd feelings like sometimes I would get odd feelings in the kitchen like I wouldn't want to turn the corner and go into the kitchen uh-huh. and then um of course the stairwell that yes. staircase area mm-hmm. just no matter what felt a little uncomfortable and then when your room was unoccupied for the period of time Ooh, I bet that was eerie for I you. kept the door closed the whole time because I didn't I just always felt like I was gonna hear shit in there and I never did but I just always felt like I would so I just kept the door closed see it's so funny because I was so comfortable in my room I made it like like you did here. you did I made it a great space mm-hmm. um I don't know atmospherically or feng shui wise or whatever but I just, I could easily, like, visualize and put myself there after I've moved out and you're in that room across the way. Yeah. And you have to cross the hallway anyway. Like, Mm -hmm. that would, I can totally feel how eerie that would be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's right there. And so, in, after you left, it was unoccupied for that period of time. But then we found that one girl who moved in Mm -hmm. and she had her dog, Luca, that Sierra and I basically had to take care of. Oh, that's frustrating. And precious dog, though, and I felt really terrible for that dog. Um, but she started having a lot of... So her boyfriend basically moved into the room with her. Oh, oh God. Um, but they started having a lot of relationship issues mm-hmm. after she moved in and after he started staying there a lot. And I kind of always wonder if the negative had something to had do with anything that? to do with like heightening that for them. I mean, it's a fine line, really, to determine if whatever was there, like, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, enhanced and fed off of, yeah, um, any you know pre-existing negative emotions. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I think that's what we all experienced. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, because I still to this day cannot remember what instigated everything. It was just like who fucking knows? a random culmination of like a <laughs> bunch of shit. 
that mm-hmm. didn't bother anybody before. Mm-hmm. Shit was crazy. And like I talked about that in that uh thingy in the other podcast, like how I can't like put my finger on like what happened. It just all of a sudden it's this swirling shit of of crazy like negative madness. And you know, my thoughts about it are my uh, my theory on it, I guess, is <clears throat> over the years, a lot of people around that apartment and in that apartment have just been angry or mm-hmm. miserable or upset, and all of that energy has culminated and overpowered all the positive shit mm-hmm. in that one area. And we came in already with baggage, mm-hmm. and I just think it picked off of that. Right. I think it just picks off of the see i didn't like maybe i just didn't want to acknowledge any baggage i don't remember oh i think we were we were all at that point in our life where we did not want to acknowledge any of our darker right you know anything right like oh i mean this doesn't have to change like I've been doing this for however long now. Exactly. It can stay this way. And and at the time, we don't see it as an issue. But, I mean, there are things that I even, all the time, I think. And sometimes I get that certain feeling in the pit of my stomach. And I'm, like, mentally transported back to that place. And I'm like, don't take yourself there. Bring it's it just back like a willingness. So or, many... Not a willingness. Like a, an unwillingness to accept change. Yeah, like and change is where growth happens. Exactly. Like, we can't be stagnant. Yep, and we were at that point. Mm-hmm. But we were also, like, a little naive still, and we were young, so. Yeah, God, it's almost ten years ago. It will be in, like, three, three years. Because I was 21 when I left. See, I remember having to ask Stephen to buy me alcohol because I wasn't 21 yet when we lived in Gainesville. <laughs> I, oh, it was the year before. I think we were 20. Mm-hmm. That was when all that yeah that was happening because we'd already done our first year at Flagler. No. Well, yeah, no, because we were already, I had turned, I turned 21 in the Frederick Gardens apartment and that was right before we moved to this apartment. Right. So we were 21. Right. Yeah, I, I know I turned 21 when I was living with Sierra. Yeah. So it was yep. right before. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is a long time ago. A lot has happened since then for both of us. Mm. Goodness. Yep. Lots of life lessons. Lots of life lessons, exactly. And the ability to look back and be like, wow, I was naive. <laughs> There's always this picture that I show. <clears throat> and actually, you're in the picture as well. No. Um, I think Savino took it. I think it was a night when Sierra, you, me, and Crystal we're all, we were all hanging the at your house. Yeah. yeah, we were all on that red couch. Yeah. Um, and I had a glass of white. I still drank white wine. Mm-hmm. That's how I knew I was young. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just I'm wearing this outfit that I got to wear to Big Guava. Um, with yeah. that net like mm-hmm. whatever and i just see it in my face like those are the eyes of someone who has not experienced a lot of life mm-hmm. and it's just crazy like to see the difference when even i can see the difference because you know 
you always say like you other people are going to notice the differences about you more so than you would mm-hmm. when i can see it i'm like yeah there's a huge difference yep that was a whole rambling twat load of shit no but <laughs> i'm i'm right there with you though because i i look at my pictures from way back then mm-hmm. and i look at my pictures from now and after i take my pictures from now i'm like open your eyes because i just look so jaded uh-huh yeah and I'm like, wow. Is it like, are they a little bit dull? Like, yeah, my mine smile little, doesn't meet my eyes Mine anymore. are a little dull, too. Yeah, yeah. And if I try to make it not like that, I, just I look, look like crazy. I have crazy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what happened that day I took that picture, and that's why I posted it. And I was like, imagine this in the corner of your room staring at you all day. Because that was me trying to look not jaded. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I remember that picture. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody's like, I'd be okay with it. And I'm like, would you, though, would you for say? hours? It'd probably make you uncomfortable because I make eye contact with people. Uh-huh. And it makes them uncomfortable. It does. You have to be very secure in yourself, I think, to yeah. be able to hold eye contact with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I try to do it to establish trust. Yeah, me too. It's not like a dominance thing, right? Mm-mm. Jacob does it for a dominance. <laughs> I think it's different for men and women. Yeah, but... I do it for a trust thing, and then also, maybe that's why people just tell me shit that I'm like, why would you tell me that? Because we look them right in the face and take them seriously. Yeah, and they're like, oh, okay, vulnerable. I'll be vulnerable here. (laughs) But, no, I remember doing that with a girl in yoga teacher training. She cried. Wow. But we were looking into each other's eyes for like 10 minutes, though. Yeah, an exercise. <laughs> that would be difficult. I mean, I I can think <clears throat> about doing that. I think I would have trouble with that. It's hard not to feel silly. And I think it's because I'm afraid to like, I think I sound like a valley girl saying like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just not be vulnerable with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, it's a lot to let people in like that. It is. It is a lot. Which is funny because as empaths, you know, you open yourself up to everybody, but you don't like op- open yourself. Well, because when you open yourself up, it, you're susceptible to trauma too. But that was one thing also that I read in the Law of One books is that, well, and also elsewhere, is that wanderers that come bearing gifts like the ability of clairsentience or being an empath things are drawn to you that need healing mm-hmm. but things are also drawn to you that are dark as shit yeah because they want to feed off of the light draining that and so yeah i can't remember where i was going with that but yeah that trauma trauma mm-hmm. trauma that's why we're susceptible i think to it and so it's easy for us to put up like a lot of walls and not let people in and not want to trust ourselves even right. to a point. I mean, you have to. Like, mm-hmm. it's so exhausting. Mm-hmm. Very draining to let people in. <laughs> Which is funny that you notice that I sometimes recharge socially. I never, ever thought about that. But that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. Because I've always just found it fascinating because I literally am exactly the opposite. <laughs> I am like... 
I think Sierra. I just like, went out three days ago. <laughs> I don't need Sierra to. like totally charged, like socially. Yes. That was how she charged. I'm, like, somewhere in between the two of you. Yeah. Well, and she got me to, like, every once in a while get the, like, man, you know, I want to go out and have some spontaneous fun. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, stuff like that. So that was nice. But holy fuck, going to the club three to four times a week. Oh, my God. I'm inwardly cringing. <sighs> that sounds awful. <laughs> we did that, though, the three of us for a time. We were going to the clubs all the fucking time. I remember that. I definitely remember that. Just the free drinks or the $1 drinks. Yeah. Mostly free drinks. Like. <laughs> From 10 to 12. Yeah, it was like ladies, Wednesday or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Tuesday nights. can't remember where we were at Tuesday, on Tuesday nights. I Somehow all Tuesday, I can think of is Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Well, there was that one time when Kelly and I went to, when you were staying in Arbor Park, and we walked to that late night burrito place with uh, what's his face and his bandmates. I don't remember a dude in the band. We watched Zach. Was that his name? Oh, my boyfriend. Yeah. Was he in a band? I guess. God, <laughs> it's been so. Long. I smoked so much weed back then. <laughs> but we went to a late night burrito thing. We smoked so I much remember, pot that weekend. I remember. It was when you and Kelly came to yes, visit. Yes. I do remember. Yeah, and then like a bunch of people came over to your house and I was already super stoned. But like we made this circle and we were passing around this blunt. And I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I did that. Even when I was married, like my place was the place that people went. My door was hardly ever locked. Yeah. It was... Like a nicer trap house. That's what I'm nicer <laughs> trap house. It's like, Sam's trap house. It was like a first class trap house. <laughs> first class trap house. <laughs> first. Oh my gosh. Um but yeah, like there was a part of me that always hated just having people over. Like I like being the hostess, mm-hmm. but also I just want you to know that I'm a good hostess. I don't want to have to yeah. do it. <laughs> I'm the same way too though like when I have my own place I'm like I want to host things Mm -hmm. I want to do that kind of stuff but then I need you to understand that when I say leave you need to leave yeah (laughs) like not on your time on mine yeah Yeah. (laughs) on mine exactly when I'm like oh look at the time and if I put on pajamas it's game over I'm surprised we're still up now yeah it's almost 11 I'm sorry okay so this last one and then we can watch whatever is um i'm probably gonna butcher this it's not in japan or china it's in canada alaska and greenland okay so so the arctic circle we're safe yeah we're safe we're safe (laughs) it's just north of us okay um prefers the the wintry icy cold yes it prefers ice icy waters ice sheets ice pans stuff like that which means that Florida is unaffected. Exactly. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Especially with global warming. Yes. And we'll never, ever have the problem with this thing. Just the skunk ape and giant alligators. Um, the Qualupiluit. Okay, that sounds very as... as it's Inuit. As, Inuit, okay. Mm-hmm. So the Qualupiluit is an Inuit legend. And it's basically like a humanoid scaly sea witch who 
if you see like fog over the water or it's really mm -hmm. misty or the waters are really turbulent or there are lots of ice sheets breaking apart they warn kids not to go near those places or go out even in that area due to the quali pillowit because uh, she snatches children she takes is there an age range what if I just feel like a child mentally? <laughs> I, you would probably be fine. I honestly think I honestly think this was just more of like it. Maybe it's like um, a thought form or an egregore maybe that came about because the parents didn't want the kids near the icy waters type. I thing. was just thinking that it's yeah. one of those like eat all your veggies, yeah, and the witch won't get you or something. Yeah, exactly. It's and, terrible. Yeah. Terrible metaphor analogy, but But yeah, the Qualupillet looks like a fish scaly lady. They wear clothing with like giant pouches on their back that are perfect for stuffing children. <laughs> now my question is, is there like a weight limit on that, that pouch, like that sack? I would Is it just one kid at a time? No, there's multiple pouches in these sacks, so they can apparently carry more than one kid at a time. And they, like, knock from underneath the ice, which I thought was the creepiest that part of this. That is terrifying. But they, and that's how they lure you. They lure you into these waters, and then they snatch your ass. Why the fuck would you go in the water if the water is knocking beneath your feet? Mm -hmm. Like... Well, if you saw somebody, and they're like... And they're like, do, 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 follow me, and you're a kid, you'd probably be like, do, 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 okay, and then, whoop, off into the water you fucking go. I hope I wasn't that stupid as a kid. <laughs> I know, same. <laughs> same, I think that too, but then I dipped my cookies in river water and ate them, so I got made fun of a lot for that. <laughs> but I didn't drink milk, so. <laughs> so why river I water? I had to dip them somewhere, and we were at the river, so every time we were at the river and we had cookies, <laughs> I would just, which we usually did, we usually had those cheap-ass duplex cookies. Aww. Yeah, and like the off-brand cheese. So they were a little crunchy. Yeah, a little so you have to dip them in river yeah, water. Exactly. Okay, and that that's about it for that um, random bullshit. Thank you guys so much for sticking around <laughs> and listening to our spooky shenanigans sleepover edition. So just some random off-the-wall reading recommendations for you guys. I picked some books from my library, and uh, I see another one actually now that I'm going to add to it, but bear with me. So... We have Hiroshima by John Hersey. Very, very great accounts of survivors of Hiroshima. Hiroshima. Um, Lord of the Flies by William Golding. One of my favorites. Spoon River Anthology by Edgar Lee Masters. This is one that I want to do like a book review on because I really love it. It's a collection. It's an anthology of poems and they're all about characters from a graveyard. They're all people from a graveyard that just talk shit on each other basically. It's awesome. Next, 1984 by George Orwell. Ancient Serpent Gods, The Alien Connection to Reptilian Dinosaurs. I don't know if I've previously shared this one, uh, but this one's by B.E. Lewis. And then last but not least, The World's Bloodiest History by Joseph Cummins. And that's going to be a weird wrap on this week's episode 
of the Primordia podcast, your source for strange. Remember, if you are someone or you know someone who has a spooky story to share, whether it's a strange occurrence, a case of deja vu, something alien related, or other spooky shit, feel free to send it to us and we will feature it on an upcoming podcast episode or just reach out if you want to be a guest. You can send us a message over at primordia.bwc at gmail.com or send us a message over on Facebook or Instagram, link in the podcast description. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. Stay strange.